Thanks for joining us on the Southwest Florida Business Podcast. I'm your host, Chris. And today we're here with Oscar from Tecambi. They are a local company based out of Estero. They're a SaaS-based company. And in this episode, we dive into quite a few different things, their overall products, um, what they do. And then we also really dive into the evolution of how they started, how they grew it, and really look at how they figured out the opportunities to grow the company. It's pretty fascinating to hear, and it's probably a type of business that you have maybe never even thought about. So it's cool to know that something like this is in the area. And also, if you are based in Southwest Florida, uh, they do have job openings, whether it's for sales or development, right? Correct. Yep. All right, cool. So um, yeah, stay tuned for this episode. Thanks. All right, Oscar, thanks for joining me, man. I really appreciate it. Thanks for coming in. Thank you for having me. So uh, I wanted to talk to you about a couple things, Tecambi as a company itself and learn a little bit about what you guys do, who you guys target, um, things like that. And part of what I want to dive into with you is really to understand how this company came about and what you guys do and then how it evolved over time. Because this is... For me, as somebody, when we talked yesterday, right. you walked me through the process of what you guys do, not having known what it was, it makes a lot more sense now that you explained it, but you don't, nobody says, hey, I'm going to grow up to do this job or anything right, right. like that. So yeah, it's very specific. It's, it is very specific. So if you could, can you give everybody an overview of what Takambi is? And then we'll start there and we'll kind of weave our way through that. Yeah, definitely. So Takambi, uh, you know, we're a software company. Okay. So at the end of the day, we just create solutions, right? Okay. So the solutions that we have right now is there's two different products. We have Originate, which is a lead management and an underwriting engine. And we have our uh, lead selling product, which is Agora. Okay. Right. So, you know, these products, they came to be just because, you know, back in the day, I'd say prior to 2013, right? Uh, Rafael, my business partner. Sure. Uh, and I used to work for a company out in Los Angeles, right? Okay. That did lead generation. Right, so they did lead generation in multi and like multiple verticals: auto finance, auto insurance, education, short-term lending. So we had built a ping tree for them, right? Which a ping tree is a way of selling leads online. Okay. Right? So it. what happened then is okay. Well, in order to have a ping tree, you need to have a set of buyers, right? People that are wanting this traffic, right? This form traffic that consumers are applying online for. Um, so then all of a sudden it kind of like meshed together and like, Hey, there's a solution here that's still software specific, but it's an association to being able to sell online. Okay. Now, once you get to that component, you're like, okay, well, these lenders actually need to be able to decision on this information, right? It's not just, Hey, grab the data, send it over. So we went one layer deeper and originate, right. To be able to actually create models within the platform to actually do risk assessment for the lender. Right. Okay. Having them put in the models, make a decision on all of that traffic that's coming in. Okay. So then, so basically the, the way that I kind of understood it from mm -hmm. how you were telling me is you have these, um, these companies where people go, they're, they're trying to get a loan for whatever, whatever it may be in, right. the, in these different verticals. But where your product comes in is you guys serve as not just the portal that people actually put their information in, but you're also taking the information that they put in, providing that to 
the in this case the lender is that correct kind of so all right yeah please so, please explain well, yeah, this to me. Yeah. so real quick so the way that it's played out now is we sit in the middle right so what happens is usually you'll have a web form right okay whatever somebody is applying for whether it's uh you know a loan right whether it's insurance or something like that so in that scenario that application is being filled out by an applicant right okay that data is then transferred into one of our products, right? Whether it's Originate or Agora. And then from there, depending on the product, so we'll use Originate in this example, sure. that'll call out third-party vendors like TransUnion, like Experian, like Clarity, things like that where we're collecting data on that consumer's application. And then, then we're making a decision on whether that customer is creditworthy enough to move on to the next step, right? So then the, the lender would either extend credit or not. Okay. Got right. it. So, so they're coming through this process. They fill out the information, and it is essentially, in that case, your guys' system that they're putting that information into. Correct. Even though they think it, it may be uh, the front might be on somebody else's website, whatever it Correct. might be. So, your product plugs in there, put in the information. It pings out to these third parties as uh, an additional verification. Correct. Yep. Okay. So that comes back, and then the additional layer deep that you were explaining to me isn't just a, hey, you know this third party said it's good, so it's good. You actually work with the different, your different customers to say, hey, what's the ideal profile of the type of people that we're trying to work with that are going to be the most valuable to us? Correct. And you filter out everything else and then provide that specific set to them. So in Correct. addition to yep. the collection, it's also a way to automate the, the selection process and really save them a, a ton of time. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So usually the way that the lender will come in is they'll have, you know, certain criteria, right? So sure. as an example, we'll use uh, state-based lenders, right? So if you're a state-based lender, that means you need to have a state license in order to operate in that state, okay. right? So that means if I'm in Nevada, as an example, I can't give loans in California unless I have a California license, right? Sure. So, you know, having that first level of criteria, which was what we call soft checks, that any application that comes in, we automatically start filtering for that before we go into any third-party calls, right? So any external calls. Once that data does come in, right, then usually the lender will either have an analyst or a team of analysts or data scientists that'll come in and they'll create a model, right, of the, their specific customer that they're looking for on different levels, right? So there could be different segments of a customer, right? So, hey, this is, and we'll use FICO as an example, right? Hey, this guy's got a 750 or greater score. So sure. then he qualifies for this level of uh, rate as well as this kind of money, right? Okay. And then you work your way down. So technically, as they're building this out, they're building it within our tool, right? Okay, so we so have they're a, building it right into They're building it into our software. So okay. what we do is we facilitate the ability to create decisioning trees, right? So based off of the decisioning tree, you can go down different branches. Hey, this guy's got a 750 score. Go to the right. Don't call any other products. Hey, this one, he has a 600 score. Go to the left, call these additional products, and let's see whether we can still facilitate that loan or not. Okay, got it. So it's you You pick these, you set these criteria so I'm, uh, from your customer perspective, right? So mm -hmm. you set these criteria, and basically, if you do X, it goes down this path. If you if you fall into X category, it goes down these paths. Correct. And, and really, it's the goal is to twofold, is kind of serve up the best products to those possible customers, and then also really save you time in order to serve those things up. Correct. Yep. Okay. Yep. Exactly. Okay. So then that that does lead into the second product, which is Correct. Agora. But before we kind of dive into that, yep. I, I wanna I wanna go back kind of towards the the 
the origin of this. So this is this is a very cool concept because it's it almost seems like it's taking something that was maybe pretty basic and you know almost some of these things it's like hey this goes out into the void like hey you fill out these forms and then here's a, a big ass spreadsheet right, right of right. just like data that now you have to sift through so what how did you guys kind of see this opportunity like what were the like what kind of like light bulb went off for you guys you're like oh here's here's how we can do this and here's where we can deliver value for these. Right. Yeah. So I'll I'll give you the origin a little bit. So back in 2013, we had built this product specifically as like intellectual property for us. So we had a different company prior that facilitated, we were like what we, what they call of agency of record and AOR for a lender. So the lender came to us saying, Hey, we need the ability to buy leads online, but we don't know how, right? So they came to my business partner, Rafael Ocampo, right? And they said, hey, is there any way that you can build us some software? Because he's got a software engineering background to just be able to consume leads online, right? I came on board as well uh, back in, I think, January of 2014, something like that. Okay. Uh, And we were just managing that relationship saying, hey, since we were familiar with the lead buying side, not the underwriting side, we had nothing, we didn't understand that component yet. That was something they held on, on their side, right? They said, well, how do we make things easier for ourselves? Right now, a lead comes in, we have to technically like go get a credit report, print it out. We need somebody to fax us over a bank statement to see whether they actually have, you know, income and if they actually have employment. Sure. And so we started researching, right? Hey, what vendors are out there that can create this process, like automate this process online, right? Uh, So we integrated with our first vendor, which was eBureau, right? What they do is just data verification, basic data verification, phone, email address, things like that, right? Because again, the the lender's buying the lead, but they might not be able to contact the lead. So how do we get rid of the no contacts, right? Email's invalid, phone number's invalid. So we had to use a service. Gotcha. So uh, just pausing there, that's kind of like one of the high level validations just from the perspective of buying and selling a lead of- How do we even get in contact? Just the most basic. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So, and in those days you could buy leads, you assume are good. You make a phone call, doesn't pick up, right? (laughs) Dead number. Someone was doing some fraud or something on the website. So, you know, we integrated our first vendor and we're like, hmm, they might need other vendors, right? So as the years have progressed, I think we, we now support about 44 different vendors, right? So we're 44 connectors is what we call them. Uh, where then a client can come on, they can decide what kind of data validation they're trying to accomplish, whether it's bank verification, whether it's address verification, whether it's trade line data to see if they have any loans. And then now they kind of just plug the pieces in together. Okay. Right? So it's kind of, that's how it kind of evolved, right? We went from one specific client that had, um, that retained us as just a lead buying platform. And then we started adding in vendors and then we realized the opportunity. So then they were like, hey, is it okay if we go out into the market and offer this solution to others because we got people knocking on our door saying, how do I do this, right? Because yeah. right now everything's manual. Yeah. Uh, and so it slowly evolved into, okay. into what the product is now. And okay. now the secondary product that is recently launched in the last year. Okay. So, so, all right, that's cool because I've talked to other business owners that have started, um, it seems like SaaS is kind of the spot uh, to, to yeah. do, to kind of launch the business that way is, is get, 
either a core customer or a core group of customers really kind of flesh out the product, make sure that it's good. You tackle a lot of like critical bugs right at the beginning. You make sure it actually works for right. that business. Then you start scaling it. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, we can do more than just X company or these five companies. Right. Now we can go out. So how how long after you guys started this, roughly, it doesn't have to be specific, but how long until you started going to other businesses and seeing the growth? Yeah, so I think we we did a heavy push. So 24, probably around 2016, Okay, right? So we were still working with that lender for the first couple of years direct uh, as we were just, you know, adding bells and whistles to the to the system, right? It was still sure. proprietary. Then I think around 26, 20, end of 2015, 2016, we said, hey, let's take it to market. Let's see if this is something that others will use. Uh, we slowly started adding on clients, right? The ecosystem kept growing because sure. every lender has different pain points, right? So this is, again, part of a sales call, part of a roadmap that we build with every client is, what are your pain points? What are you looking to solve for? You know, at the end of the day, it sounds simple. Hey, you take in a lead, you run it through underwriting and then you make a decision and you give them the money, right? Yeah. But there's more pieces to that. Hey, sure. this lender only wants to use these vendors or hey, I want to be able to do it because I do direct mail, right? So I use the traditional way of sending physical mail and I want them to have promo codes. Okay, well, that's not built into the system now. Okay, we got to build it, right? Yeah. So it slowly keeps on evolving. Uh, but I'd say around 2016 is when we started taking off and around 2018 is when we got a lot of traction. Okay, nice. So kind of... Um I guess, I guess my main question on this, oh, I had a, hey, look, you were worried about freezing and now I'm freezing. Oh, look okay. at that. <laughs> hey, it's role reversal right there. <laughs> but um, so actually, so I wanted to kind of come to the sales side of this, right? Because okay. you, you handle sales for the company, right? Um, a couple of us do. Okay. Yeah. But so, I'm senior just because I've been there okay. pretty, for, since the beginning. <laughs> so so with, with this, right, and you just touched on it, like a pretty critical piece is as you talk to these different businesses, everybody's got different things that are important to them, different pain points, which is right. obviously the, the root of a lot of sales. Like what are some of the primary pain points that you see in the industry that a lot of your customers have that you guys end up solving? Are, are there, is there a theme around that? Hmm. That's a good question. So I would say the biggest thing is just the ability of getting online, right? So they don't have a lot of, you know, when, when a portfolio comes on, let's say a new portfolio that's uh, coming into the space, they're trying to figure out what they need to be online, right? So sure. they might be already doing this in a brick and mortar, like a physical location where they might be lending money, right? But online is a whole nother animal right? Because you have a lot of traffic sources, you don't know who to work with. So the, so what we've, the way to explain it is the way that they come in is, hey, what is the easiest way to get online? Sure. When they come to us, well, we can give you a web property, right? That's already, already integrated into our system, right? That's already connected to all of these other vendors. That's already connected to a loan management system, sure. right? So you just pick your vendors, you pick your loan management system, and you're ready to go. Right, okay. you could be up and running pretty quickly. So that's really what they're trying to they're trying to solve for. Because if not, they have to build out a whole team. I need a dev team to you know create APIs and web services to consume the traffic. I need a data warehouse to be able to store all of this data. I need to connect to third party vendors that I've never done before, and then I need to link my website into a loan management system. Right? And on top of that, and you're I dealing with probably PCI and PII compliance, all of the compliance and standards, as well as technically just you know 
from their structure, they have call centers, they have admin, they have, you know what I mean? They have all of this other stuff that they need to work on. So it's more of what's, what can solve our problem to get online as quickly as possible. Got it. So, so ra rather than us starting a brand new business to solve this problem that we have to make this transition, that's really inevitable with right. web and everything, we can come to you. You can make it that process a lot easier for us because you have everything in place and it's so I'm assuming you guys can like you guys embed things that way if they've got a right. website and everything it's just goes through the portal and yeah if it, they have their own simple. web property then we'll give them our API and then we'll either build it out for them or they can if they have their own development team then they'll build it in you know they'll integrate into us uh, so yeah I mean we make it pretty simple I'd say turnaround time again depending on the size of a client can be anywhere between maybe about a week and a half to about a month okay granted some will take longer depending on you know back size. and forth and yeah. size and so forth but um, yeah, I mean, we, the goal is just to be on, to help them get online as quickly as possible. Nice. So now that solves for new customers. For existing customers that are already in the space, usually these customers are looking to get rid of their development team. They're okay. done building customization, right? They want to focus on the core, right? Which might be like capital deployment and things like that. Uh, so, and then in that scenario, and they also don't want to, you know, when, it, when they come to us, they look at us as, well, these guys got 20, 30 plus clients on the platform, right? At least in one of the platforms. They're constantly coming up with solutions, right? Trying to figure out competitive advantages for the overall space. We automatically get that functionality in weekly releases, Yeah. right? Yeah. Versus, hey, I need to get with my team. Now we need to have an internal roadmap and we got to figure out how we're going to do this. It's more like, just tell us what you're looking to accomplish. If we see that to be something across the board, then we'll build it to make sure that it aligns with the way this the ecosystem keeps on evolving. Yeah. Right. So yeah, I mean, I would say that's that's how we would get bigger clients on. Sure. And how many developers do you guys have in house? In house, we have about seventeen. Nice. Seventeen okay. developers. Um, I'd say sales a little bit lighter, maybe sure. like four, four or five. But hey, still good. You, I, I'd say you that's know? a pretty good sales <laughs> to development ratio. Yeah. We were we were in somewhat of a similar ratio. At, mm -hmm. uh, I was at Flight Docs, a SaS company too. Okay. So, yeah, it, it's it's interesting that you say that because some of these some of these different you know companies they're trying to either do it themselves or they've right. got like kind of an older, outdated system and. Yeah, the the costs of developers and maintaining all that stuff is is pretty crazy just on a salary basis right. alone. Let you know, forget about even keeping up to date with security risks and staying up to speed right. on that. And then when it comes time that all these systems ultimately have to move to a new infrastructure, now we have to figure out. Yeah. development migration as it we do it ourselves yeah. you know we've had to do it <clears throat> different frameworks things like that on a regular basis not a regular basis but every couple of years right sure we want to make sure that the system is optimized right speed everything security is important to us compliance so at the end of the day we just want to make sure that you know we you know this is our service right we offer software as a service so at the end of the day we need to be on top of it where then yeah. in their scenario it's just something else that they have to deal with it's just right? another tool that so, they have in-house yeah and those those migrations, like I was talking to a couple of the guys that were, we we did a heavy migration mm -hmm. at Flight Docs maybe four years ago. Uh, yeah, three years ago-ish. Mm -hmm. And uh, big backend migration with, um, you know, users and user management and all this stuff. And talking to him, just 
really opened my eyes to the scope of a, a job like that and all the things that can go wrong. He, this, this guy, yeah. his, his name's Holden. He is, <laughs> he's like one of the, the best people I've ever worked with on this front. And he was explaining to me like, man, the amount of steps and procedures that we have in place to make sure this goes smoothly is crazy because this kind of migration is a company destroyer if you do it wrong. Right. And I was like, wow, I did not realize like the gravity of it. And he showed me the list. It's it's three, 400 individual steps of wow. servers and switching right. and making sure this and no downtime for it's. So for a business to just take that on just as so they can have a web portal you got to have some, you right. got to have some deep pockets or a lot of patience. You got to have a lot of patience and you, <laughs> yeah, you got to have time, right? I mean, yeah. at the end of the day to flush something out to that magnitude, if you're migrating off of one platform to another, like it just takes one small mistake yeah. or one accident. I skipped that step by accident or didn't fully complete it and your whole system is down. Yep. And we've seen it happen. We've seen it happen with lenders coming on, not to our platform, but like just migrating from one loan system to the other. Hey, you know, I'm gonna grab my 10,000 customers that I have that are currently active. I'm gonna migrate them into this scenario, into this new platform. Loans are missing, payment schedules are missing, right? Things like that can happen, right? So, uh, sure. you know, again, obviously it's it's the execution is the key, right? At the end of the day. So it's, you know, you gotta just be on top of it. And we're, you know, our team is very focused in making sure that when we migrate somebody on, we have a full, checklist yep. just like you mentioned hey you have your onboarding checklist these are all the things that we signed off on once we sign off we pass it over to the client they do their sign off and then we move on to the next step and we break it out into into pieces nice make so. it easy for them to make the switch yeah exactly nice all right so. cool so so kind of shifting back to the the foundation of this company and then the growth of it and seeing it evolve and everything so you have these leads coming in, you're doing these checks, but then part of it is you filter out who's relevant for this particular company. Right. But that company now has maybe they're accepting 10% of those leads that came in, but you know, it's kind of like what happens with the other 90% and I think if I'm if I'm not mistaken that's kind of where Agora comes in the second product. Correct. Yep. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, so I'll explain that one a little bit too. So initially we had originate. And then we had like an originate light, which mm -hmm. was just the ability to sell leads online. Right. So in the scenario where the lender, right, might be taking in traffic from their web property, uh, and then figuring out that those customers didn't qualify, right. They might not qualify due to certain soft checks, sure. age, location, things of that nature. Uh, then what happens with those leads, right? So there's gotta be a way to monetize those leads. Uh, so what we created was a platform called Agora. Right, Agora gives the lender the ability to sell their unqualified, I would say not disqualified, but just leads that did not actually fit the, fit the mold, right? Did not fit the criteria um, to other lenders or to other networks, right? So the way that the industry works now is you either have networks, which we call, you know, what's our networks and those networks have publishers. Publishers are the ones generating the traffic, sending it into the network. The network will have maybe 50, 70 different buyers, right? Or lenders on the back end trying to see who would fit, uh, who would be willing to purchase that lead. Now the lender comes in and says, hey, now I want to be a publisher, right? So now I'm going to start posting my traffic into the network for the leads that I no longer want to take in. 
right? Okay. So, you know, that does help with the monetization because, you know, these lenders are spending on pay-per-click, right? AdWords is an example. They're spending on direct mail. So again, like we talked about before, they might be sending, you know, coupons in the mail and they're sure. filling it out, but that customer doesn't qualify. So then now what happens with that lead? And it kind of offsets the cost, yep. right? Uh, we've seen it to be very lucrative for a lot of clients. Like we've had some clients that are no longer lenders. They're just publishers because really? they don't have to deal with the headache. Yeah, they don't have to. I mean, you have a call center, you have all these things that are happening in the background, but you can make $150,000, $100,000 just generating traffic by doing pay-per-click. No headache, just generate traffic. I mean, if you can do it, why yeah. not, right? Now, granted, obviously, there's some clients uh, that do both, right? Sure. They're, they're obviously a lender. That's their core focus, and then they'll be selling. Uh, but you know, as, a, as we kept on looking at Agora, you know, we came to the realization that it doesn't just have to be in the short-term lending space, right? We've is that where it. you guys are primarily focused? That's our focus is short-term lending education, uh, for the most part, right? And okay. auto finance. So those are our three main, uh, other than that, you know, we've seen customers debt consolidation, things like that. So people have asked us, Hey, how do we do business to business lending? How do we, so what we did with Agora is we've made it open so that you can technically generate any type of traffic across any vertical, right? Okay. The concept is, hey, you create a profile, right? For this specific vertical, uh, you decide what data you're looking to collect. Data gets thrown in or gets routed in from the different forms. And then you go find your network of buyers, right? Okay. Whether they're auto finance buyers, whether they're short-term lending buyers, whether they're B2B buyers. And now you're just creating this brokerage as an example, where you're just kind of going back and forth and taking a piece off the top. Yeah. Okay. It's like, so is this a, is it a marketplace? It is a marketplace. Okay. Yeah. So Agora is, is a marketplace for the most part. Uh, granted you go out and find your own buyers, uh, unless we already have relationships with some, right? So in, in, in our platform now, we do have some customers that market within the platform. So you'll see a list of buyers for certain verticals. Okay. But if you don't want to work with them, you can obviously go find your own. But obviously we make it easy, right? Hey, you want to start generating traffic in the short-term lending space? Great. What do you do? Sign up for Agora. You want a website? We'll give you a website. Start generating traffic. Traffic flows in. Oh, you need buyers? Perfect. The buyers are right here. You want to work with somebody else? We'll integrate them, right? Got so it. we try to facilitate all of the pieces here. Got it. So it's take, So really it's like a break. It's a breakdown of the the market and the way that the money flows through this market and understanding the different kind of checkpoints along the way and then providing support each of those phases. So that way it's easy. So it's it's easy to find what you're looking for. It's easy to provide what you're looking for. And right. then it's easy to make money from either providing it or, you know. Right. Yeah. So okay. if you look at Agora as a whole, Agora is just a lighter version of Originate. It's a lead marketplace, right? And lead management without the underwriting. Right, originated is underwriting. That has the vendors on the back end, 40 plus. Agora is just taking traffic, try to find the right match. Got and it. And that's it. And then you close the loop. Got it. It's cool because it's uh it's it's like almost like there's a lot of I don't want to say like dead space there, but I guess for lack of right. a better word, it's kind of dead space that you're able to fill up out right. with a with another product and another service. Yeah, because before we would just traffic comes in, it just that's it. Dies out. Hey, do you want to generate revenue from it? Who's going to say no, right? <laughs> no, I hate it. Right. <laughs> like, oh, there's a way to sell these? Okay. What do we do? Yeah. You got to plug this in. Okay. okay. So yeah, we've, we've made it pretty simple. Nice. Uh, pretty seamless to do both. All right. And so it, how new is this product? So we rolled out Agora 
I want to say about, it's been a year and a half now. Okay. Something in that range. Not new, but not, but somewhat new. Yeah. New in comparison to us being around since 2013. Right. Sure. So, you know, in that it, scenario, that could, new enough, right? Past uh, the Bambi legs now though. <laughs> past the Bambi legs. We got clients on there generating revenue, a uh, handful of clients, at, you know, so we're, we're in a good place right now. Nice. Okay. And so now that that's kind of, so you had the original business and then Agora comes from it and it's really an evolution and seeing an opportunity with what you guys were already right. doing and then making some the most of it elsewhere. I mean, what's what's kind of next for you guys? And this may be too soon to ask with this only being a year and a half old, but where do you see the company going next? So that's a good question. Um, we obviously have roadmaps for both products, right? We build out for the next year and the next two years. Sure. Uh, with that said, you know, when we talk about, we'll talk about Agora first. Agora for us is more about self-service, right? They're both about self-service. But at the end of the day, you know, when you onboard a client, there's a lot of back and forth, right? With the onboarding process in general, having an account manager managing everything. Sure. But we've come to the realization that clients are pretty smart. I'm not saying that they weren't smart. I'm just saying like they're, they're smart enough. They have the capabilities to be able to do whatever they want to do. And if anything, we might hold them back a little bit, sure. right? So what we want to do is expose the system enough where they can do whatever they want, right? So right now, as an, just as an example is, you know, in order to onboard a new vertical, you have to tell us the vertical, right? You have to give us the fields, right? And then you got to, then we got to go to our tech team. They build it in and they hard code things, all that fun stuff to make it specific for you. Sure. We got to remove that layer, right? In order for us to keep growing and to be able to support other verticals, the client should be able to go in and define all of the data that they're looking for, all of the values associated, all the restrictions associated to it. Sure. They should be able to go in and just start building on their own right? When it comes to onboarding buyers, same concept, right? Being able to create some kind of wizard, some kind of functionality where they're just doing and we just check in, right? Yeah, I mean, you see that more with Salesforce as an example. You've seen Jira. that with Zoho, Jira. Like you're not working with an account rep on a daily basis, yeah. right? You're, you go in there, you know where everything is. If you get something's not in there, you create a ticket. If not, then you're technically doing your own thing. Sure. So the goal again with Agora is just to make it as, as self-service as possible for them nice. to be able to onboard. Okay. Our goal will then be to focus on finding buyers in different verticals so that that way they can have different options for being able to generate different types of traffic uh, for them being either a network or a publisher. But that's really the end goal, right? Creating more opportunity, more revenue streams. Sure. Okay. So, so that covers Agora. On the originate side, we've had a heavy focus, uh, at least for this year, and I would hopefully say that we would complete by the end of this year, that's part of the roadmap, is it's all about visibility, right? When you talk about originate, it can get very complex, right? Because you're talking about decisioning trees, right? Sure. The lead can come in, it can have 30 different paths, right? With those 30 different paths, what happens, right? Now, granted, we track it in some kind of reporting, but we want to get to a point where the system itself can use kind of AI, right? To be able to give recommendations, a recommendation engine that says, hey, based on the traffic sources that we've seen over the last six months, this is the top performing traffic. This is how much you're spending. We recommend you either spending X or, or reducing your spend, right? Being able to create simulations like, hey, if you were to change your, let's just say your criteria, sure. this is the new expectation on performance. This is the new expectation on growth, 
right? So being able to kind of build that into the system and having the visibility to know what's happening in every layer is really what we're going to be focusing on for 2021. Okay. Oh, 2022. Sorry. Okay. There you go. Yeah. I I'm forget still, that it's, yeah. We're I'm still <laughs> writing 2021 on everything now. But exactly. It's it's getting to uh, that spot. We're, we're almost in March where we're almost hitting the, the 22 is yeah. the, the common, but um, okay. So it seems like the focus for both companies really is just making it easier for the the customer right. in whichever whichever facet it is. So whether they're setting up on Agora, it's to make the overall process more customizable. They can set it up. You're kind of removing yourself as the the gatekeeper to yeah. Like the, we don't want to be the bottleneck. Yeah. Right. And what they're trying to build. Yeah. Right. At the end of the day, the software is the software. It should be able to do it without us being in there. Got it. Okay. Very cool. Well. I, that's pretty much all the questions I had. And it's pretty fascinating to to hear kind of the evolution of this stuff. I mm -hmm. like to see how people think about opportunities and how they pop up and the evolution of this stuff. But before we wrap this up, is there anything else that you want to touch on? Hmm. Well, let's see. So we talked about Agora. We talked about Originate for the most part. We got roadmaps in place. I'm trying to think. The answer could be no. If, <laughs> the answer could be no. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, currently, obviously, we're based out of uh, Estero, Florida. Sure. Right? Uh, and, you know, we're always looking for talent. Uh, yeah. Are, so you guys, are you guys hiring? We for... are hiring. We are hiring for account managers. We're hiring for technical people, anyone in the area. Right. Okay. So anyone in the area that's looking to, you know, work for a software company, uh, we're based out of Coconut Point, uh, right above the Tommy Bahamas. Right. Nice. So, you know, listen to some live music on Fridays. Get uh, some good food. Yeah. Get some good food. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we're obviously always looking for new talent. Um, so, you know, that would be one thing, you know, at the end of the day, we're also, you know, we're going down a path, at least with originate to explore more prime customers. So, you know, we're getting SOC 2 compliant. We got nice. certifications in that, in that fashion with Experian. So, you know, we'll be at a couple of conferences this year. Uh, so we'll be over at Lend360 in Chicago, which is in September, I think. And then we'll also be at the Experian Vision Conference in April. Uh, I mean, California. Okay. So, you know, again, depending on anyone that's might be listening, that's in the area, they might be going to those shows. Love to connect. If not, you know, you know, keep, keep up to date on the website, uh, to combi.com, or you can go to combi tech on Instagram, uh, and just see what we're up to. Right. Okay. Awesome. Well, Hey man, thanks for coming in and doing this. I appreciate it. It's cool to hear about the, the company's journey, what you guys are doing. And also very cool that you guys are hiring in the local area. So this is going to be going out to a lot of uh, people in the local area. So I guess for anybody listening, if you or anybody you know is looking for a job, especially in a SaaS tech company, get in touch, visit the website. Is that the yeah. best spot that people can find it? That is the best spot. Yeah, just reach out. All right, cool. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming, man. I appreciate right. it. Thank you.